When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Ginny Gain. And Cass and I are going to share with you guys today about this feeling that sometimes comes up in everybody, but specifically in coaches that it's saying like, how can I help others when I can't help myself? I think it might even come up a lot in moms. What do you think, Cass? Oh yeah. Moms. I think friends, like you can see what your friend's doing, but you don't feel like you have all your stuff together. So how can you help somebody else? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it comes up. Yeah. And a lot with coaches. Yep. Totally. Um, all right. But first, as always, what are you excited about? Oh, wait, can you guys hear that bird in the background? <laughs> yep, still in Costa Rica. <laughs> there oh my may gosh, be a I bird in it. the house. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. It is so awesome. Like you, uh, I love, I just love how our lives are like, we just share it all, like, right? Yeah. Um, we're not going to edit that out. No, nope. wide open book. <laughs> right. Oh, man, I love it. Um, but what am I excited about? You know what I'm so excited about is, I am now like all of a sudden I have a series of books. Like I'm not just the author of one fiction book. Um, but you know, as we were doing sort of final cover and like all the prep, which is a little bit different cause I'm like totally stepping into, into fiction author. And like, yeah. there's a, pre- even a preview in this book of the next book, like, which already felt like oh, super. That is so cool. Is that cool, real and being? And mm-hmm. then I was like, wait, this is a series. How do we let people know that? Okay. And so I'm like, okay, we have to put something on the cover, right? And I got it designed and it's amazing. And like, it's like all of a sudden I have a series and it's so fun. That's amazing. And I think of that when I'm like reading other series and they have that list of books at the back of this is the next one yeah. in the series. Now that's you. <laughs> <laughs> now that's me. I know it's, it's, um, so fun and it kind of just happened and it's one of those things that we'll probably talk about this on an upcoming show but you know I really wanted to release that book in January like that was the plan Mm -hmm. um and it's one of those things where sometimes you make the plan so that everything else starts moving right there's a lot of things that maybe I didn't see like all these steps that had to be you know done that I just wasn't thinking of I'm like oh just put it out like last time but there's this very much this bigger version of stepping in to this part of me and this part of my future self that's happening right now. So we'll come back to that on another show. And just for a second. So did you guys get that? Cass was like, there's a bigger part to making a plan. So she had to make the plan in order for all the other things to fall into place, even though that exact plan may have not been what happened. It was an essential element to everything else falling in place. Absolutely. And being willing to move towards the plan, right? Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah, because if I didn't have a deadline, I wouldn't be here. And if I wouldn't have thought January, I wouldn't have been like working to get it done by the end of January. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I love that. So, and it's, yeah, it's awesome because now I get to put in a process like with my editor and the proofer and, and now we know all the parts of like the cover design and it's like, okay, when is this going to happen? And I can make my own 
process and get everybody so it's easy for everybody and we all know what has to happen. It's going to be so much fun. And because that now it's the process and you can just repeat it and repeat it and next book, next book, next book. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. So yeah, Jenny's already read the first couple chapters of the next book. I know. It's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so fun. So I want to know what are you excited about? Well, I'm, I'm excited about this. I know. <laughs> I'm excited to be in Denver next week. Actually, when you guys are listening to this, it'll be in a few days. Um, but it's super exciting. I'm ready to, I have to say the only thing I'm ready to be somewhere different, like, you know how you can just feel that time. Okay. Like it's been good here. Um, ex- excited to be around people. I love spend time with Cassie. Um, and <laughs> what did you say Cass before the show? Cause it's hilarious. <laughs> like yay I'm so excited for you to be here like we can go do stuff like the last time Jenny showed up she was, and I love that you laugh about this now because like I was like Hilarious. it's so great how far you've come but like you were in the middle of the breakup and you literally I don't even know if you call you just like text me you're like I'm coming one morning I remember right right it was like one morning it was like hey did you know I could drive to you in 24 hours I'm like okay cool and it was like eight hours later or something and you're like yeah that's what I'm gonna do I'll be there like in a couple days <laughs> Castle's like, yeah, you you weren't really yourself. Like you didn't want to see anybody but me. (laughs) Like, do you want to go do that? No, no. I just really want to just see you. I just want to work and hang out. (laughs) So I know it's so fun, and it's fun that like we've come so far now. Like I get to take you to my favorite coffee shop, and I'm like, oh man, we're gonna go to this restaurant. We're gonna go rock around here. We're gonna go do all these fun fun things. Yeah, I'm excited too. So that is what I'm excited about. And we're also going to have to go shopping, like I mentioned. Absolutely. For things like pants and long sleeve shirts. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like you can manifest warm weather. Okay, you yes. Know, 60, 60 degrees, 66 degrees on Sunday. I was, it's not 66 degrees right at this second, but it was on Sunday. I was out in my shorts and like the sun and oh reading a book. Oh my goodness. Only I was like, you would be oh. in shorts at 66 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. All of Colorado's shorts at 66 degrees, I feel like. <laughs> I'm talking my- like 80s and 90s, Cass. Like oh, big manifestations here. <laughs> You would have died. So my, um, we'll get into a topic, but this is kind of funny. My massage therapist, it was nine degrees on Tuesday and he showed up in shorts cause he doesn't own sweatpants <laughs> because it doesn't allow him to move like he wants when Freely, he's like yeah. giving massage. Yeah. I was oh my like, goodness. no one can say anything about me not wearing a coat anymore. It's That's nine true. Degrees that is true. <laughs> um, all right. So one more thing before we jump into our topic. Uh, Cass, do you want to share with everybody about our new group that we have online? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about this too. All right. So we are going to open up the Manifest It Now podcast community, uh, which is on Facebook. It'll be a Facebook group. So you can join, you can post, nobody else will be able to see your posts. Um, so I always get that question, but you, it's going to be a place to come celebrate your evidence, your awareness. And what I'm super excited about, it's going to be like a book club for podcast episodes. So we're going to kick it off with this episode. So as you're listening, if you have questions, write them down. So what's going to happen is first, you're going to go to Facebook. You're going to search Manifest It Now podcast community, request access to join. 
And then as you listen to this episode, write down questions uh, if you have any and you're like, well, I like how you said that, but I'm not sure what you meant about that or, you know, whatever question comes up because we're actually going to answer questions that are specific to this episode on Thursday at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time in a Facebook Live. So, of course, you'll be able to see it if you can't join live. But the day before, we'll open up a thread where you get to put your questions and we'll answer them. So the only rules are that it has to be about that episode. We're not going to talk about anything else. We're just going to talk about what things that come up from that episode specifically. And we're going to do this for six weeks in a row. This is so exciting. I know. It's so fun. And we're going to be together for that first one. We are, which is going to be even more awesome. You know, hopefully and we'll, you're right. And we're going to be extra giggly and it'll be a lot of laughter, but it's going to be amazing. So yeah. um, the first step is just go join Manifest It Now podcast community on Facebook. And then you'll just, we'll figure out the rest. There'll be posts. There'll be all that kind of fun stuff. So join if you want to see us live, do some lives, answer questions about episodes, things like that, and just have some fun and really connect more with your community. Like I know Manifest It Now fans are a community in themselves. Like even if you've never met, like there's instant connection because you're our fans. And so. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm so excited about is like feeling that connection and even almost being able to put a face to a name and you're going to find people in your same area and you'll be like, Hey, we have this same interest and we both love law of attraction and we both manifested this or whatever. And it's just that something Cassie and I both love and want to offer for you guys. Absolutely. So we're, (laughs) we're excited. So uh, go to Facebook and join the manifest it now podcast community and we'll see you in there. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so now that we've, like, taken up half our episode time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's start with this, because I know for sure I have totally felt this way along my path in different areas of if I'm going through a period of growth and having this thought come up of, like, man, how am I supposed – I'm supposed to be the leader here. I'm supposed to be the one, and when I'm not totally tuned in and in alignment with who I am, like, how could I possibly help others? Yeah, I know. And I think it comes up for coaches. I see it all the time. It's like all of a sudden when you put coach behind your name or you want to be a coach, you start holding yourself to this different standard. standard. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I can't, I can't really feel the way I'm going to feel. I have to be above this. Um, Some other thoughts are like, well, I have to be happy all the time or I always have to be perfect. I have to be perfect. I mean, that is like, who doesn't say that sometimes in, or is in the back of their head, like this idea of perfection. Yeah. I think that's what we're, yeah, we're really after that. It is. I mean, I think that's the core of it. Um, And I think that's a lot of why, you know, so whenever we do this topic, I like try and think back to like, okay, when was my moment of that? What did I do? Or why does, why doesn't it happen anymore? That's what I think of a lot Mm. too is um, because to show you guys the path. And for me, I think a lot of why I don't, I don't have a lot of this come up anymore. And I think it's because I let go of that perfection thing. Like, cause I did have that. Yeah. Right. I had to be perfect. I had to do this right. Everything had to, oh my gosh, like so much pressure. Mm-hmm. You know what? <laughs> and no client. I had so much pressure. And no, <laughs> no client. Let me just tell you that. 
That's awesome. Um, I think when I really learned to move through this and same for me, why it doesn't show up, I, I don't feel this way. I don't feel like I have to be perfect at all. And I actually embrace when it's not that way. And, but the biggest switch, one of the biggest ahas or switches for me came through this when I saw the evidence of when I acknowledged that it was okay to be where I was, that I could, that I was able to help people in a more powerful way through that experience. Yeah. So what you're saying is like when you acknowledge that it's really good to be where you are, you were able to help people more often. Yes. Which makes perfect sense because what are we teaching? Like we're teaching that we want to be accepting where we're at and yet we are not being the example. Like that doesn't, doesn't go. (laughs) Right. And I think that's why a lot of it, like it makes sense, right? When coaches get tripped up in this, then you can't, that's what one of the things that prevents you from getting clients Mm -hmm. is thinking like, I have to have it perfect or I have to do it this way, or I can't do these other things. Well, (laughs) because if you're not on, you know, like exactly what you just said, like if you're not honoring what you actually say, which is, you know, whether that's to be where you are to do what you can, like there's a lot of different variations of this in different, different coaching arenas. Right. But if you're not like, it's this circular thing that keeps you from getting clients and serving people. Mm-hmm. And if you think about it, you're not in that allowing or receiving place. Oh, wait, I don't want to jump there. Uh, yet. I, I want to just so- bring in the example of like, when it can come in when it's not coaches. So I see this a lot with like moms trying to have everything together. Um, mm-hmm. And like, you don't want, I mean, I grew up and mom was like, people can't come over because the house is a mess. I'm like, but like you, you are a full-time mom and you're working and like, <laughs> what's wrong right. with that? Do you expect, it, <laughs> I, I know it's really only clean for like five minutes. Like ever. there's no, like <laughs> ever. Right. I, like, <laughs> especially like if you, if you have a family, right. If you're a single person, like that's way easier. Right. But if you are a mom, like there's only a five minute window. So that's the only opportunity you're like giving yourself to experience that. Right. Okay, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just wanted to highlight that. No, that's it. Yeah. And imagine like, so you have the choice right in those, in those moments and letting yourself off the hook. Ew. The biggest switch like is I literally have switched in my mind and the meaning of perfection that perfection to me is imperfection. It's mm-hmm. like, and when, and when people say, I say like, oh, that's perfect. And they're like, no, it's not. And I said, well, how do you define perfect? <laughs> To me, right? authenticity and realness is perfect. That's what I want. Yeah. 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 Oh, I always, you know what I've started, that reminded me of, and it kind of ties into this, like I've started saying, so if somebody would like bump into you and they're like, I'm sorry, I'm like, no, you're perfect. Like, oh, I just I love say, like, you're, no, you're perfect. That's perfect. You're, you're perfect. Just yeah. like in that space. Right? I have heard you say that before, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's, true like and I do feel like it's true like um and I agree with like that the imperfect is what's perfect because what I've learned so much I mean there's all these levels of perfection right and it's all it's all things we put it's all judgments we put anyway yeah. it's all comes from society's but, expectations or our own yes like I don't I don't I don't think it's all society like I I put a lot of that on me when when I was that way but um Cause what I realized is society and like the people around me, like when I let go of the need to be perfect, like 
they didn't have so much, ex- so many expectations anymore. Because mm, um, they're responding to your vibe. Right. Mm-hmm. If I think I have to be perfect, like then everybody in the world thinks I have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. But if I'm awesome with this perfectly imperfect self that I am, everybody else loves that too. Yes. Right. And can you guys just hear that? Like when we're saying, oh, we want to be perfect and the, the vibe that you really want to feel is that vibe. It's, it's allowing and giving yourself to permission to be human or to be imperfectly perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's really what I use. Um, I love that you said like be human, like even more now, especially my coaching, like I refer to it as like being human, like we're human. We came for this experience to feel, to move through things, to grow. Um, we didn't come here for perfection. We came here to, to be imperfectly perfect, right. Mm -hmm. And have the, the full experience. And it's when we often going for perfection denies part of the experience, which is a great example in the house you just gave, right? If you only allow people to come over when your house is immaculate, like you're denying yourself the experience of a friend just popping over randomly sitting down, having a cup of tea or a cup of coffee. All the goodness that comes from that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, that's so good. I love saying, I mean, it's, I've been saying it for a long time, but like, yes, just like you said, we're here for the experience and like feel all the feels like we don't, we have this whole emotional guidance system. I mean, like, um, emotional range of feelings to feel them. Like, (laughs) that's why we're here. Yeah. It was amazing. So I remember one of my big breakthroughs came when I went through yoga teacher training and there was a woman in my class who I ended up really connecting with. And she said, when we were going around for our intentions, she was saying like, I just want to feel deeply like everything. And I'm like, Oh, she's crazy. Like, no, I only want to feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Why would anyone but, but put out there that they want to feel bad? Right? <laughs> but that's where, that's where I was at. And I didn't understand. And that is part of what kept me uh, struggling or resisting is because I thought I needed to be in order to be an inspiration and be a leader. I needed to be outrageously happy all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you from experience, uh, you are more of a leader and you can help others more when you honor the whole part of your journey and all of it on just openly and authentically. It's so much more powerful to feel it, to grow from it. And then, to share that with others so much more um and this comes up to me it's what popped into your head is that I was in a mentorship group and a lot of the people that I was in the group with ended up hiring me so they would see me as the leader Mm -hmm. and then I would also step in and be a participant in this mentorship group and I remember one time we we randomly there was no even plan of how this whole cool circle thing evolved and we were all sharing and being vulnerable and emotional. And one of my clients sent me a message after that. And she was like, I love how you'll show up and you'll be vulnerable and you let us see you feel Mm. right. Mm -hmm. Because like I had a choice. I could be like, Oh, I'm the leader. I have to be different. I I could have put put whatever. Right. Put up these walls, not fully participate back off. And what I was able to do was that would have kept me from a number of things. Like number one, showing up for the people, including my clients who needed me to show up and share things that 
were emotional and that, um, you know, made me feel certain ways and, and things like that for them, like they wouldn't have got to hear certain things. A lot of people wouldn't have got to hear certain things if I would have thought I need to keep it together because Mm -hmm. when I express myself, I do get emotional. Like Mm -hmm. I get, um, you know, when I'm like telling someone how much I love them or how, how courageous they are or whatever that that thing is like I do, it's not just, it doesn't come out like, Oh, you're so courageous. I'm so happy. for you. <laughs> there's a lot right? of it. There's intensity and depth it, behind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a ton behind it. And so both they wouldn't, all those people wouldn't get to receive what they needed to receive. And also my people wouldn't get to see like that example of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. Um, I think sometimes actually this might be a side note and might be opening up a can of worms, but sometimes we think we need, we need to be vulnerable. Like we almost try to be vulnerable. Like I'm going to share all the crap that's going on in my life in order to, and I don't want to go right into it, but that is not what you need to do. (laughs) Oh man. You don't want to talk about it. I mean, no, we have time, but I just mean, okay, let's just go. So there's a different energy that goes, as you guys know, from trying to put yourself out there in order to connect with people versus just being yourself. Um, and I had this question come in from one of my clients a couple months ago when we were talking about this and being vulnerable and, and she's like, well, how vulnerable do I need to be? And I had this kind of great realization about it. And you can let me know if you agree with this cast, but I think that I don't think we can actually help people when we're in the middle of the pain, I think that we need to almost move through it, reflect and grow from it and it still be present, but then share on the kind of the other side of it. So until we have found alignment within our own self and through our own experience and then share about the experience, it's a lot different than when we're in the pain and we're talking about the pain. What do you think? Absolutely. And I think the story we shared at the beginning, right? Like we didn't talk about how we've never talked on our show about how you, we talked, we talked about you being in Denver because we recorded when you were there, but we didn't talk about what was happening in the process that I was witnessing and you were going through and how all of that until now when you can laugh at it. Right. Yes. Right. And that's not, you don't always have to be able to laugh at it, but when you're past it, yeah, because it wouldn't have done I, yeah. You weren't through it. Yeah. yeah. I can't give you, I can't help foster alignment within yourself if I am not in alignment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think by alignment, um, because I want to be yeah. I was uh, like, wait, let's clarify careful that. with our language. <laughs> yeah. Because we're talking about this, like alignment doesn't mean perfect, no, right? It means no, that no, no. you're not sharing the story for growth opportunities. Like we weren't sharing, we didn't record the podcast about all the steps that you had to do to get to there and the little whispers and all of that. We didn't record that podcast in the middle of that stuff. We recorded right. it three, four months later where you could see, and the same with the four seasons, like we didn't do it when I was like, pissed off and like, you know, we shared that, right. But we shared it later Mm -hmm. because it wouldn't have been helpful because we don't actually know yet even the outcome. Right. Exactly. And I'm glad you highlighted that alignment doesn't mean perfection. Yeah. That's really important since we're talking about perfection. (laughs) So important. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where people get, I see this. It's like, well, it's, it has to be, if it's not perfect, if it doesn't feel perfect, I'm, I did something wrong in my alignment or I'm not in alignment or I have to fix my alignment. Like, no, like 
getting an alignment isn't always comfortable, it isn't mean it's quote unquote perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So most of the time, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you go. I was just going to say that, um, I love that you've learned this too now. Cause we get to like share this, but, um, like those, those big growths, often alignment is very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> because I used to always say, <laughs> so this is one of the things, like I, I classify my life as easy. Like I'll never say I have had a hard life because I just don't think it serves me in the present. And right. I used to think like hard was not good, but I've really embraced that growth can be challenging and, but not, it's not a bad thing that it's something that I take so much more out of now because of everything I've experienced. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause you've gotten to that level of growth too. Right. Yeah. Like I do think for the most part in the beginning, sometimes like growth is really easy, but mm-hmm. then that like aligning with something <clears throat> isn't, I don't know, just isn't always easy. Well, I think the bigger things, the bigger things take more growth. And so it gets deeper, it gets more intense and it sometimes it's more challenging. Yeah. yeah. And you have to often leave more things behind. Yeah, exactly. Both like emotionally and physically and, um, just all the stuff. Like you have to leave that version of you often, you know, alignment now, I think for me and, and for you too, probably like in growth, comes with these whole big versions of ourselves, right? It's not just like a little tweak or, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to say this different or I'm going to do that. It's like stepping into this whole different version, which mm-hmm. can requires you to let go of a past version mm-hmm. usually. So let's yeah. talk about that. Like when we're in that position of we're in some leadership position and we're kind of having like another reason why we can or how we can soothe ourselves with when we're like, how can I help them when I don't feel good? Um, is the, is the receiving versus giving, being able to, um, be the receiver. Do you know where I'm going with this Cass? I think so. So what you're trying to say is that I think is like, how do we, um, is the importance of being able to receive coaching support, all those things, um, is just as important as being able to give them. And if you can't receive them, it, it somehow it's, it impacts you. Right. So when you are feeling that way, right. Like, and Jenny's a great example, since we already talked about this, I'm going to go back to that. Right. It's like, I need to come to your house. (laughs) I'm going to drive there. I'll be there in three days. I just need to be, um, in a supportive place that's outside of my home Mm -hmm. in that space. Right. And so you're totally able to receive that. I feel like you didn't have one question about whether you could get in the car and drive to my house or not. No, it was a decision, (laughs) right? Like, yeah, it was a decision, but you didn't like you. And so because you were able, because you are good at receiving and you're fully able to do that. And so as coaches, in order for us to give, we have to be really good receivers. And that doesn't just mean we often talk about receiving in terms of money or, you know, compliments, but it also means receiving support and receiving held space. And so when you are going through something that doesn't feel perfect or doesn't feel good, you want to be able to support yourself in all ways. If you need a coach, you get a coach. If you need to get yourself to the spa and get a massage, you do that. If you need to just sit and cry, like you give yourself the space and you receive the space that you need and the support that you need, however that comes. Mm-hmm. I think that something else that comes along with that too is so 
we're wanting to help others and yet we're not able to receive. And it's like, it's just a different allowing vibration. And I always describe it to my clients as like a circle. So you have like give on one side or on the top and you have receive Mm -hmm. in the bottom. And it's like, there's a circle. You need to complete that circle or you're not in balance or not in alignment. So you need to be, if you're giving and you're not receiving, you're, you're out of balance. And so that's kind of like to help get in, get you into that allowing place where you can most powerfully help your clients. You need to also help yourself and let it be okay that you are where you are. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that goes with anything. So that goes with the space to feel right. Because no, almost nobody would like, if they had a client crying on the phone would like be like, stop. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Like, I mean, right. It's that crazy that it makes you laugh because we wouldn't do that. But we, but I've seen coaches who do that to themselves. I was going to say, yeah, coaches do it themselves. Yep. Right. They won't let themselves feel that because they are in this. How many of us have said, I shouldn't be crying right now. I shouldn't be feeling like this. Right. You're totally. But if your best friend was doing it, you'd be okay with it. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Treat yourself like your best friend guys or your daughter or like. (laughs) (laughs) No, the best rule. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Is there anything else? I mean, I know we could go on about this for a while, but is there anything else you kind of want to wrap up with or leave on? You know, I really love um, your circle example. Uh, like you, every that's everything. So mm-hmm. it goes both like emotional support. It goes with allowing yourself to process your own emotions. It goes with receiving guidance, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, if you're giving out guidance, you also have to be able to receive that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to grow to the next level, right? Yep. Um, so I just think um, keeping that circle in mind is that you talked about is going to be super helpful um, to coaches and just, you know, people, if you're listening and you're wondering, well, like, how can I help them if I feel like this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you can come back to that. Am I, I think a good question to come back to is, am I receiving the support that I need? Oh, that's such a good question. Mm-hmm. What's the, man- yeah, how what's the mantra there? I know you're going to, you, you got a good one. You're going to have a good one. <laughs> I allow myself to receive. See, I knew it. Just always <laughs> pull them out. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Yeah, I would just keep in mind, like, be aware of how you're defining perfection for yourself and allow it to be a very allowing and open uh, definition or meaning for yourself. Because if it's rigid and if you're not fitting into that, then you're not going to be in the allowing or receiving place. And, And just to remember that when you are your most authentic self you are able to help others the most and that's ultimately what you want. So yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, hope to see you in our group on Thursday and where we'll be live. We're going to have lots of fun. I'm so excited. And Jenny will be here soon. So I'm even more excited. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right, guys. All right. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.